Welcome back to episode 117 of the Draft FC podcast. Welcome back to Draft FC podcast, the podcast dedicated to all things Draft FPL. My name is Mitch and I'm your host for another game week preview going over waiver options, hidden gems and general Premier League chat ahead of game week 29. Game week 28 had plenty of goals and just the one clean sheet for Aston Villa from the seven fixtures. I hadn't realised that we were heading into the international break, otherwise I would have mentioned it on the last pod, but it's been nice to have a little gap to uh, reassess and take stock ahead of the run-in now with about 10 games left depending on the teams. So obviously this game week, game week 29, is a huge game week as we have 12 teams with a double fixture and eight just playing a single no blanks. So huge opportunity for points. There could be some massive scores um, this week and we'll be able to have a look at those next week by looking back on our Draft FC data. And I suspect many of you out there will have or will be plotting to have a full 11 of doublers to give you 22 opportunities to score big. I'm recording this episode on Tuesday the 28th of March so any team news, injury developments or press conference info are up to date as of then and of course subject to change. Some of the players I'll be discussing in this episode include Kurt Zuma, Danny Ings, Jacob Murphy and Levi Colwell. So let's get into it. So let's start as we usually do, having a look at Waiver Watch, the main ins and outs ahead of Game Week 28 last week. So the main ins were Anthony Billing, Rodrigo, Daka, Pedro Porro, Harrison and Alex Moreno. So I'd say pretty successful waivers in for most of you out there. And the players making way were Eddie Nketiah, Webster, Casemiro, Sanchez, Wood, Antonio and Willian. So I'm not going to spend too long looking at the fixtures this game week as there are just so many opportunities available and I've obviously been building up to a lot of these fixtures over the past couple of weeks as well. So just to highlight the teams that have got single fixtures this game week and then you can use that to work out who's got a double but you'll be able to see those very easily from your team selector page. So Arsenal have a single against Leeds, Palace against Leicester, Everton and Spurs play each other and they're both single game week teams. Fulham against Bournemouth, City against Liverpool, Southampton against West Ham and Wolves against Forest. So not a huge number of standouts from the single game week fixtures, um, which means I think more of us are going to be enticed by the teams who are playing twice. Some of the standout doublers in no particular order, West Ham have got two home games, Southampton and Newcastle. Bournemouth also have a couple of home games against Fulham and Brighton. Chelsea two home games, Villa, but slightly more tricky with the second one against Liverpool. Forest have Wolves at home, Leeds away, Leicester away to Palace, Villa at home, Brighton have Brentford at home, Bournemouth away, and we'll talk about their defence in just a moment, and United are away at Newcastle and then host Brentford. So let's get into the main pick, starting with the Brighton defence. They have the highest odds of getting at least one clean sheet this week, around 60 to 75% depending on your source. Now, I'll circle back to this at the end in the most hidden gem section, um, as a lot of the main guys will be taken, but there should be one that is available lurking in your waiver pile. 
Next is Kurt Zuma. Now, technically, he could have gone uh, further down the list in the hidden gems section as his ownership is very low across the leagues at the moment. Um, not least, I'm sure, because West Ham blanked last week, so many would have dropped him if they did have him. West Ham, after Brighton, are well up there in the uh, clean sheet probability table. Theirs is, again, up around 60 to 65% chance of a clean sheet across the two fixtures. Zuma, as well, always a set-piece threat. Um, and yeah, just looking at them on paper, particularly just that home game against Southampton is as good a chance of a return as any. On to United and um, a player who we probably would have discounted quite a lot for a while. Um, and that's Juan Basaka. His, um, his ownership is around 20 to 25 percent, depending on your league size. And he started the last three games now over Diego Dalot. Again, pretty decent chances of a clean sheet across the two games. Not one I'd go for if there was anything to suggest his minutes were in doubt. Um, and also wouldn't go for him if any of the others were available. So Martinez, Varane, um, or particularly Luke Shaw. Into the midfielders. Now, I've just put in here McAllister, March and Matoma. But actually, then, when I went and had a look at the draft FC Global dashboard, rightly so, the ownership here ranges between 85 and 90%. So I'll probably be speaking to perhaps one or two of you listening who happen to have one of these guys available in the waivers. Um, if any of them are there, just pick them up. A slightly more realistic option for you is side Ben Rama for West Ham. So um, I think aside from Danny Ings, who again I'll mention in just a moment, Ben Rama would be my pick of the West Ham attackers for these upcoming games, even ahead of uh, Jared Bowen, who's obviously had um, a far less successful season this year compared to last season. Ben Rama's on penalties too. Um, as I said, even just looking at that first home fixture against Southampton, plenty of opportunities for a return. So on that note, then let's talk about Danny Ings, still a supreme Premier League goal scorer, and particularly, um, as I said, that game against Southampton is such a great opportunity for him to get amongst the goals. Obviously, a former club of his, though you can say that about many teams in the league nowadays. Ownership is generally quite high, but um, say he would definitely be a top waiver contender with the likes of those Brighton guys if any of them were available. And then finally, from the main section, another luxury pick is uh, is Isaac for Newcastle. I mentioned him on either the last pod or the one before. He's now got three goals in the last two appearances. Hot property in any fancy Premier League game this week, draft or otherwise. Um, and yeah, if he's available, 100% needs to be on your list. Um, and I say that painstakingly as somebody that's stuck by Callum Wilson for the majority of the season. Into hidden gem territory. So these are all guys with generally less than 10% ownership uh, across the most average league sizes. Got two goalkeepers to discuss, um, which is big news for this pod. Usually there's one or none. Starting with Kayla Navas for Forest. His ownership has remained reasonably low in eight seam leagues. It's just 6%. Um, and given the bookies odds, about a 50-50 chance of a clean sheet from one of the two games. This would apply to obviously any of their defenders too. The odds apply to the full defence. So you could also make a case for picking up the likes of Serge Aurea or Philippe. And the second keeper is Everson for Leicester. His ownership is around 1% across all draft leagues because he just got his first start. Um, Ward has finally been relieved of starting 11 duties. And I don't see that changing now. Um, as I say, he's available in 99% plus of all leagues out there, regardless of size. And if you need a starter or simply want to keep her with a good double this week, look no further than Daniel Everson. They've got Crystal Palace away and Villa at home, so not too bad. 
uh, and then follow that up with Bournemouth at home in game week 30. Odds are better than Navas slightly to forgetting at least one clean sheet um, at around 60%. Um, and I'm sure he will be high up there on the most wavered in table next week. Emerson is another option for a West Ham defender if uh, if you can't get hold of Zuma. His ownership around 4% in eight-team leagues. Wesley Fofana is another one. I've talked about him um, once or twice on recent pods. Still, his ownership remains below 10% in eight-team leagues. Uh, into midfield, uh, a few options. And again, there will be numerous options for you to, to get a doubler this week. Um, it just depends who you're willing to drop in, in order to complete the set. So, um, I'll run through these reasonably quickly. Aronson for Leeds. He's a player who I really um, liked watching early in the season, but the returns just never really came. He's now started uh, the last four in a row uh, in which Leeds have picked up some valuable points. So no return since game week 16, but with the double, you may have him down as a sort of mid to back up waiver somewhere down your list. Another couple of players very much in that bracket as well. Uh, Paqueta for West Ham. His own chip around 5% in eight-team leagues. Did get an assist in the last game. He is a sure starter um, and another worthy waiver candidate to take a punt on this double game week. Uh, his teammate Declan Rice, his ownership's a little bit higher. I think he's obviously 100% nailed on to start. I don't think, well, I don't know if he's ever really missed a game this season. Always capable of popping up with a goal too, but certainly... Just for the points, you know you're going to get a minimum of four come the end of the game week. And it's slightly less uh, of a punt is uh, is Billing for Bournemouth, another one I've mentioned recently. He's the top uh, Premier League scorer for Bournemouth. I think he's on six goals now. And he's also their top FPL point scorer so far this season, ahead of the likes of Solanke. Again, already mentioned their nice double home fixture this game week. And he would be up there on my waiver list if he was free. And then into a couple of striking options uh, as Ferguson for Brighton. His ownership remains below 10%. And with their fixtures, I'm sure he's going to start at least one, make a substitute appearance in the other. Uh, and the other is Daka for Leicester. Um, obviously, Ian Acho has been the one that many have had eyes on. But since he had that little purple patch of two games, we haven't really seen him do uh, a huge amount in terms of returns since then. Daka has now started the last two, scored in the one before last um, and uh, so I'm currently just working on the predicted lineups ahead of game week 29, um, but I would expect him to start. And let's go to the most hidden gem picks. This is a player owned in less than 10% of 16 team leagues, so should be largely available for all listeners. And again, as seems to be the case as we get to mid to late season, plenty of options to consider. So some of the names I was looking at, uh, Woba in defence for Leeds, Ogbonna, for West Ham, Toffolo um, for Nottingham Forest. But I've again, as I have done a couple of times in recent weeks and months, I've gone for two picks for the most hidden gem pick. So I've gone for an attacker and a defender. So if you want to be boring and get the defender, it's uh, it's Levi Colwell for Brighton. Uh, ownership just 2.4% and that's in 16 team leagues. Back in for the last league game and then a sub appearance in the cup against Grimsby. Um, I think we've seen enough to know Deserby likes him. I expect him to start both and he could be an absolute gem to uh, to grab this week and also hold for the future. Then the attacker is Jacob Murphy for Newcastle. Two starts in a row uh, in which Newcastle won both of those games. Last game, his expected returns, so his expected goals plus his expected assist was 0.76 and heavily involved in the attacks despite not registering a return. 
So basically, if he posts a similar performance in one of the doubles, uh, in one of the fixtures this double game week, we should expect a return. Almiron remains out for at least another month, um, and I'm pretty certain Murphy will start. In the ones to watch list, I've added Ryan Sessegnon on there. He's soon to be back from injury. Um, ben Davis looks like he's going to be out for a while. Emerson Royal sounds like he's going to be out for the rest of the season. Um, Perisic has gone completely off the boil since the World Cup. And I think as soon as Sessegnon is up to it, he will be back in. Um, Ricardo Pereira, he is probably one to get uh, promoted off the ones to watch list. I'm sure he'll get picked up by quite a few this week as they're looking at uh, defender options for the double. Uh, and then the other player I've added is Elliot Anderson for Newcastle. Came on as a second half sub against Forrest. Uh, and aside from Isaac, looked like the most dangerous player on the pitch. He's yet to start a league game for Newcastle, but could be on the horizon. And he's another one I'll be keeping an eye on. So that's it for this episode. A reminder that the waivers will be processed on Friday morning at 11am ahead of the Saturday lunchtime kickoff, which is just the small affair of Manchester City against Liverpool. So we've got the usual round of fixtures with all 20 teams playing up until Monday night football. And then all the extra fixtures will go into uh, into the following days in midweek. So you've got four games on Tuesday and another two games on Wednesday the 5th, which leads us with uh, another tight turnaround because we'll wake up Thursday morning after those games with just 24 hours to go before the next waiver deadline. We'll remain to be seen whether or not I hold off for the next episode and do it that Wednesday night um, or if we just do that episode sometime on Tuesday and um, we'll have to just roll with whatever happens in those games in terms of injuries or other things that might impact what I've said. So if you haven't already, I'm sure you already have, but if you haven't, make sure you do head over to draftfc.co.uk. Even if you're not a signed up member, there's plenty of other things you can have a look at. We've got articles on there. We've got uh, the podcast links are all on there if you want to find these episodes easily. Uh, And most importantly, the predicted lineups page, which I know many of you find useful Um, And we do get a lot of traffic, even from non-draft players. So, um, yeah, always useful when planning your fantasy moves. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, make sure you do. If you've got this far, then you obviously don't hate it and you may as well subscribe so you don't miss out on any future ones as they drop. And if you want to keep fully up to date with all the comings and goings at Draft FC, the best way is to give us a follow on Twitter at Draft underscore FC. That's also probably the easiest way to get hold of us should you need to with uh, any questions about the stuff we produce or if you just want to chat about your draft team. So best of luck ahead of game week 29. I look forward to hearing all about some of those monster scores um, next week. And as we did last year for one of the big double game weeks, um, we will try and post any huge scores for all of you to gawk at. So until next time, stay shook.